You're listening to a podcast from 702. 702 Afternoons with Rilebohile Mabuja. Live, online, smartphones, the 702 app, DSTV channel 856, 92.7 and 106 FM. 1947, that is the name of the restaurant. And if you've been there, send through your thoughts on 0727021702. Find us on the Twitter streets as well and tell us what your experience has been. And I have to be honest, when I knew, okay, there's a restaurant, 1947 Villa Gazi Street, I had certain expectations as to what the offering was all about. Now, I have to be honest, sometimes I like not to do too much research before I experience something so that I can be as open-minded as possible and boy am i glad i did that i was so pleasantly surprised by the ingredients and the delicious food they have an entire team so shout out to the team that is not on the mic i'm assuming the sous chefs that are that side that were helping prepare all of the food but let me introduce to you chef junior or junior godane as well as the woman of the moment the owner of 1947 lele ratseko Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for coming through. Thank you. Oh, thank you for having us. Thanks listen, having us. listen. Whenever somebody puts oxtail in front of me, the test <laughs> is when you put the fork in. And if it just slides off the bone, you are in the right place. I take it we passed it. <laughs> you passed the test. <laughs> thank you. Lele, let me start with you. Let's talk about the name 1947 and how this restaurant came to being. Okay, 1947 on Villa Street. So, um, the history of 1947 is actually embedded in a little barber shop on Villa Street. Mm. So, the barber shop started, I was helping a former student uh, to start a small business. It didn't work out. Uh, but the, the barber actually work out, worked out. So, people used to come to the barber, you know, drink their wines whilst waiting for service. Mm. And somebody said, there's a property just opposite the barber. It's standing empty. In fact, the owner at the time said, why don't you use this as a waiting station for people, you know, coming to the barber? Yes. And I thought, you know, great idea. Well, people can have their wine there. And because you drink wine before getting your haircut, you know, and I used to, <laughs> you know, used to offer wine then. Yes. Uh, just before, you know, you got your service. Um, um, and I did my research and I found out that you actually can't sell alcohol without food. Really? Yes. I well, didn't even know that. Well, I didn't too until... So you can't get an alcohol license where without, you are serving open alcoholic drinks without, without food. I found that out. You could have like made a menu. I might give, give my dog. I doubt it. My I dog. doubt it very much. <laughs> and um, so the, the wine bar then was born then. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Um, the wine bar was in existence for, for two years and uh, didn't go very well and exited the wine bar and mm. the lady who owned the house where 1947 is now said you know lele i have news for you i'm selling my property Ooh. and you can imagine i dashed uh, we had a chat i bought that property raised it down and built 1947 on villa street so the name two very important people in my life uh, were born uh, in 1947. Mm. Uh, they met in Mufulo Soweto. They met when they were teenagers. And the result of that union was my sister, Tisetso Eben Mosadi Mulubi. Um, and um, those people are my mother and father, my mm-hmm. parents, my late father, Eric, and my mother uh, were both born in 1947. Mm. 
And I thought, ah, um, I can't honor one parent and leave the one out. Mm. I am, you know, a product of both. both. Yes. And that's how the name 1947 came about. But where in the story did the the food part of your journey begin? Was it something that was always part of your story? Because there are many restaurant orders, uh, owners who will say, like, I've always loved food, but something drew me into the food business. So in your case, it was bourgeoisie, but outside of that. <laughs> okay, thanks very much. <laughs> outside of, of the fact that, because for somebody to say this space is available and for you to already jump means there was something in you already. You didn't have to go back and, oh, it's a vision board. You know, uh, now that you say that, I, people always say, you know, Lele, you know, um, you have this energy because I don't see it. I never see it. And, People came mostly to that place, the barber, to have their drinks in Hobloma, you yes. know, in, in Township Lingo. And um, in fact, my, my, my alcohol of choice is not even these big wines. It's something that I can't even mention now, like J.C. <laughs> Leroux. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask if it comes in a box. Is it in a I'm box? I'm not that bad. <laughs> but um, I'm actually not a foodie. So 1947 yes. is not a chef-owned Yes. restaurant um i'm more of an entrepreneur mm-hmm. so i worry a lot about bottom line and so on but it you the, came for the money <laughs> <laughs> for the bag baby yes. but um the, the beauty about the fact that, look I, I cook at home i can you know my boys can eat you know they i can prepare dinner but the issue here is i am actually not a foodie mm. uh, but i knew to get stuff that knows exactly what they're doing and I knew to get the systems uh, tight. And I also work on trust. So I'm actually just a township entrepreneur. I don't even want to call myself a business person because that's big. Uh, I was about to say the thing that makes me know you are a business person is knowing where your strengths aren't and supplementing correctly with the correct strengths. Because there's, there's nothing worse than a business owner who thinks they know it all. You have to hire the best in the game to be with you. But what we're going to do, we're going to meet the chef behind the food. Indeed. When I say falling off the bone, <laughs> now you need to know who made the meat fall off the bone. Of course. 702 Food Feature. And we continue with our food features 21 minutes after 1 o'clock. We are chatting to the owner and executive chef of 1947. Now let me introduce you to Junior Otani. But with a chef junior or junior chef? Just come a bit closer to, sure, to your microphone. Sure. Now, when did you enter the story after oh. Oslele was like, okay, I can't serve uh, alcohol without the food because mm, it's not mm, mm. barber. Okay, the alcohol mm. needs the barber, sh- the barber shop. Then mm. the food needs the alcohol and then the food needed you. Yeah, so how I actually found out about the whole thing was... Um, my uncles used to chill a lot of the time at um, the wine bar. Yes. So they used to tell me about their experiences at the wine bar and how like how nice the environment was. Why do you sound like you were twelve when they I were ten? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, I'm still young. Yes. Um. So, uh, I obviously was working at multiple restaurants before I came to 1947, uh, and um, I was then approached by Mam Lele uh, to to possibly head up the kitchen. Uh, which was a, a daunting task because this is obviously my first um, sort of role into being an executive chef and yes. starting a kitchen from scratch. So 
Um, it was a daunting challenge, but including um, the menu. Yeah, everything. Yeah, was, yeah. It was, it was hectic. And and what kind of of training did you have? Are you sort of you know classically trained chef? Because we now have a plethora of people who are chefs that don't even necessarily have to be classically trained. They're mm. fully self-taught and mm. doing a fantastic job. I mean, it's a mixture of it all. Uh, before I went to chef school, I first actually wanted to find out if I wanted to go into the industry because yes. it's really demanding. Uh, so I went to a restaurant, Jameli, I'm sure you know Jameli. Yes. Um, and I just did like experience work over there. Mm. And then went to chef school, got my diploma. Uh, but the beautiful thing about a chef school is they also put you in different restaurants and different... Yes. Um, institutions and you learn a lot and you soak up information so uh, it's a lot of that and um, it's also just being aware of what's what's happening around you yes uh, and and feeding yourself the knowledge I think yes. it's, it's a combination of it all so when um, yourself and Auslele were deciding actually let's sit together what mm. was the brief for this menu because you know, based on what we got to experience, it's it's quite a mosh posh of cuisines. Mm, of course. It's not, you know, where you're expecting to go, Villa Gazi, okay. It's mm. like high tourist uh, destination. So let's offer them your typical South African menu because you even have your seafood pasta in a so-called creamy sauce that I suspect there's yeah. Parmigiano in there somewhere. Uh, and trade then, <laughs> secrets, trade secrets. And then, you know, you also have your your grilled sea bass. Yeah, yeah. You have your oxtail that you serve with Lidombola. So mm. w- what was the brief or did you kind of say, what are the cool things that we can put together and adapt, but um, we're not limiting ourselves to any kind of genre of cuisine? To be honest, the brief was minimal. She just said, do your thing. Uh, so drafted a menu she did obviously tell me that there was a demand for traditional foods yes uh but over and above that um she she fully trusted me to 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 execute the menu to to what we have today um so obviously like i've said that's come from many a experience i've had um, yes in different restaurants and it's just um just bringing everything i know to my knowledge into one plate Oh, Slele, so, I mean, you've already said you're not a foodie. You're a business owner. So not being a foodie and being a business owner, how do you actually establish whether your product is working in the process of creating the space? Do you have nights where you invite people, you know, love food, but are also going to be honest? Because there's people who are just hungry and then they just eat. <laughs> <It's> true. <laughs> true. Okay, um, so going a little bit back uh, uh, to, so the one bar I used to work with uh, uh, a manager called uh, Ernest. And um, I, there is no way I can talk about 1947 and, and exclude him. Yes. He's no longer with, with us. He's alive. I'm not saying. Um, but he's no longer with 1947. And mm. uh, we said, uh, listen, uh, Chef Junior, we would like to also include um, things that worked. At, night mm. before, at, at the wine bar mm. and people we knew that people wanted certain things mm. from the you know the, the 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 wine bar but i it was my vision to set the to 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 just set the standard a little bit higher and because of the way the restaurant looks mm. i thought the elegance must come with an elegant menu yes and i said to uh, both uh, ernest and Sh- uh, chef junior uh, you bring and and Chef Gina said, guys, I'm not going to be cooking me chodu. They didn't teach me that <laughs> at chef school. I'm not interested in manguina. How, 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 how? He didn't even want to have them in the menu. How? And, we, 
And we said, and yeah, we meanwhile, know. I was going to on the side saying, Where are you putting my sonja? <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> not yet, not yet. And fine um, dining, my sonja. No. <laughs> you know, you, we, we, I'm not sure if we could go that, you know, we might, nobody yes. knows, but yeah. uh, so we also have a sommelier, uh, Skuvundler, and we said to Chef and Ernest at the time, he said, Listen. We know what we're talking about. Mm. You know, people used to drive from all over for mm. this mangrena, for this mukhodi. So you do your part, but this must come into the mix. Yes. So mm. it was also the, you know, the, the, the business mind in me saying, if, if people loved it this much, mm. they will buy it. Mm. They will drive for it. And of course, knowing that consistency in a menu is very important. Yeah. Uh, consistency and, and, and presentation. And I said, if we keep everything as is, people remember the taste and they come for it from wherever. I want to be sitting here talking about the delicious barley risotto, but so many people are responding. So can you please put your headphones on and oh, then sure. we can take some calls and WhatsApps on 0727021702. Lesekho in Bryanston, how are you? Hi, good afternoon. How are you? Good, good. Go ahead. Lelo will know this. 1947 for me is home. Mm. I mean, it started with the wine bar. Mm. It's a place where you could be, you could feel like you are in New York because everything is spot on. There's, it's one of the few places in South Africa where you will be served proper food and paired with the proper wine. Because mm. Most people tell you that they will serve you wine. But not everyone has a bottle of Magna Carta sitting there waiting for you. Well, no, no. When you're talking, the palate is so refined. Thank you so much for your call. Let's quickly listen to some voice notes. All right, let's try that again. Let's see if we can get our WhatsApp line going. All right, there's something wrong on our side, but let me read some messages. One says, shout out to my people, Lele and Chef Junior from Chef Junior's mom. He's the number one oh, fan. Hey, hey, <laughs> and then another one says, 1947 on Vilagazi. Kudos to Lele on an amazing restaurant. We absolutely love it there. Most recently, the Philly Jones Muleleki private room. We love you, Lele, from the Koza Girls family forever. Tabosa Bantu says, we are at home, away from home. The food is amazing. And these are only some of the messages that have come through. How do you feel, Lele, um, hearing people just share so much love for something that almost grew by accident, but on purpose? You know, honestly, it's, it's humbling. Really, really humbling. And um, the, the Phil Jones Muleleki private room is named after my late cousin who was loved and revered in Soweto. And to hear people talk about it, um, um, the Koza girls, thank you. Um, I'm, I'm humbled and I get a bit emotional, emotional, but no, I won't do that. <laughs> There are so many amazing messages coming through. One says, you are a business lady. This lady is a business lady. Her enthusiasm and energy is so alive on the radio waves. All the very best of success to 1947. Another person is sending a picture of their food saying, I was just there yesterday. Oh, what goodness. is up with the name? Yes, the name is the birth year of Auslele's parents and many more messages just sharing so much love. Um, so Vilagazi Villa Street is where they can find you in Soweto. Definitely. Literally, they can punch it in on their GPS and make their way. What are your social media handles so that we can follow and see all of the food? 
Um, so you can uh, find us on Instagram, uh, just at 1947 on Villagazi Street, uh, Facebook as well. Uh, and yeah, that's pretty much it on, on social media. For us. 7156 Villagazi Street in Orlando, West Soweto. Thank you so much, 1947.